Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. We have on the Parks Motor Sales hotline with us to talk a little bit about the uh, ever-growing rumor and now catching some steam, the NCAA. NCAA FBS 12-team playoff. To talk with us is Zach Barnett of Football Scoop. Uh, Zach, thank you for your patience through that. And uh, if you're looking for whatever games this weekend, I hope you found out uh, which one you're going to want to watch. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Game 3, East Carolina Vanderbilt. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Reason. I'm not too excited about Game 1 or Game 2, though. <laughs> I tell you what, if it gets to Game 3, it should be a doozy. So we'll all be paying attention to that one. Zach, appreciate you taking some time with us this morning. As Chris said, this um, college football playoff expansion, I, I don't think 12 teams was really what anybody expected if expansion took place, but that seems to be catching steam or have caught steam. <laughs> Yeah, so there's basically two factions here, and both needed to – you needed compromise to make this happen. Uh, I'm sure the SEC would have been content to keep it at four uh, because this, this current setup is working for them. It's not really working for – if you're in the group of five, if you're in the Pac-12, it's not working for you. So uh, expanding to eight, if that was the proposal, you would have had the vote from, from, that, from that faction – to get guaranteed access, but the SEC is not voting for that. They want, uh, you could argue that that's worse for them than, than the current setup. So the only way they would vote for it is it with a number of at-larges. Uh, the SEC probably would have voted for just top eight teams, no guaranteed berths, but then again, the Pac-12 and the group of five aren't voting for that. And so therefore you kind of combine both systems to a 12-teamer with, with, with guaranteed yeah, half the field will, will be there automatically and half at large, That which makes everybody – it's not perfect, but it makes everybody happy. That's all you can do with a compromise, right? It, or it makes nobody happy. <laughs> That's the that, – Right. The, the, one of the two is a good compromise. Either everybody's happy or nobody's happy, and that's the definition of a good compromise. <laughs> Zach on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, we appreciate you. And I, I'm curious if you, uh, if you are surprised – with uh, the the idea that there will be six six at larges and uh, only one group of five. Well, actually, that's that's not actually the case. It's uh, the top six conference champions, and so uh, that means if say Virginia comes into the ACC championship game at seven and five and upsets an undefeated Clemson, that doesn't necessarily mean Virginia is getting in. Uh, in that case, you know, this past season, we, we saw Oregon upset uh, USC in the Pac-12 championship. And so that would have lifted, um, that would have lifted Coastal Carolina into the playoffs, and not Oregon. Uh, because it's just the, the conference champions are guaranteed, but not necessarily every Power 5 conference champion. So there's possibility to get two group of five teams into this field. Gotcha. So there's a possibility that there will be some power five champions that won't be protected into the playoff field. Then, 
Right. Yeah. If you are, if you uh, limp into your conference championship game at eight and four or, or the like, uh, you are not guaranteed a spot just by having one good afternoon. Okay. Which I, that, that's one something that I support. Uh, you are a conference champion, but I, I like the idea of uh, making the regular season matter as much as it can in a field this large. And so I think that I think this protects that. Yeah. As a interested onlooker, I don't have a problem with that. If I'm eight and four Virginia, I got a big problem with that. And if I'm a conference, then the question becomes, why are we even playing a conference championship game? And we know it's for the money, but I mean, if if I can't play my way into that national championship picture with a conference championship game, then why am I playing? Right. And so, you know, I, I've been uh, arguing for some time that conferences should should ban divisions and just put if you're going to stage a conference championship game, uh, just just eliminate your divisions, put your top two teams in. And so maybe this uh, inspires some conferences to change their thinking, uh, given that you know, if it is hypothetically 12 and 0 Clemson against 8 and 4 Virginia, you know, Clemson's not really doing themselves much favor by beating that, that Virginia team, but Virginia can only hurt the ACC by winning that game. So maybe you don't give Virginia even an opportunity to play because if you are eight and four, you know, it, we, we were all raised in a college football where if you lose one game, you put your national championship hopes in peril. So uh, to, to keep it uh, a, a hypothetically a, a nine and four conference champions out of the field, I, uh, that's something that I'm fine with. I, I don't feel too sorry for, for that team in that scenario. We don't either. <laughs> We're with you on that. That 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 was one of our big drawbacks. Uh, was you know what? Why should a four loss team be even in the op- given an opportunity? So, yeah. And I, and why should a conference put a legitimate national championship contender at risk in an? scenario like that right so a couple of other things that i found interesting one the the top four seeds would be the top four highest rated conference champions is that right that's correct so notre dame uh is not eligible (laughs) awesome to be a a, to be a uh a top four seed and also you know that that 2011 alabama team that or either the 2017 Alabama team, both of those teams won national titles without winning their conference, without even winning the SEC West. Uh, they, they absolutely would be in this field, but neither one of them would be a top four seed. Interesting. I like this just for the fact that anything that penalizes Notre Dame for not being in a conference, I'm all for it. <laughs> I am absolutely here for it. And I'm here for all the screaming that Irish fans are going to do as a result. Get in the uh, conference. So Notre Dame AD Jack Torbrick was asked about that, and uh, I, I don't think it's going to, based on his his answer, it's not going to compel the Irish to to join a a conference because his response was basically, "Well, I guess that's fair. We're only playing 12 games instead of 13." So it makes sense that five is the highest we could go. But at the same time, you know, when we win a national championship, all you 
better stop complaining about our uh, our schedule. And it doesn't sound like that's going to happen. Well, when they win a national championship, I like his hubris there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that being said, and they would get an extra home game if they were number five or six or seven or eight. A home game that one through four Will currently not get. don't get. Is there any chance that changes? Uh, that that was I that was definitely the um, biggest blowback yesterday. Uh, the the uh, conference commissioners that held a conference call yesterday received numerous questions about that. Um, the the Big Twelve Bob Bowlesby seems pretty dug in on this plan. Mountain West Commissioner Craig Thompson said, "Hey, this is just a proposal." So. Uh, no, that's not set in stone. Okay. I would view it as unlikely that that gets changed. But if you're Alabama AD Greg Byrne, you're Ohio State AD Gene Smith, I have to think you're lobbying your president, your commissioner, and say, hey, look at what a playoff home game, look how much good it could do for our finances, for the surrounding community, for our fans, for players' families. Not having, I mean, it's just a lot to ask. For, for fans to travel to four straight neutral site games, uh, including the conference championship game. So uh, I, I have to imagine that there'll be a lot of lobbying against that. Will it be successful? I have no idea. Well, I, so we had a comment on Facebook that said cupcake scheduling on its way back. Well, perhaps, and this is just throwing out random stuff to the wall and see if it sticks, perhaps – this entices, you know, the FCS to do the spring so that they are not dealing with a lot of FBS cupcakes or what as a cupcake schedule, whatever you want to call it. I, I don't know. that This is all going to be a shaking, a shaking up of the, the college football world. We get it ev- about every 12 to 15 years, and this is certainly – going to shake it all up no doubt yeah i actually think it will have the opposite effect on scheduling uh, i mean i think it already has it you go go to fbschedules.com and look up the non-conference schedules that, that georgia alabama oklahoma i mean there, there's multiple years where i i believe georgia has three power five non-conference opponents on their schedule uh later on in this decade uh so uh, you know alabama is doubling up you know, playing a, a, a Wisconsin and a Virginia Tech. I don't know if they – teams like that twice in one year. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, these, um, you know, these ADs since ahead of time that the power the, – the format was changing and one loss isn't going to kill you. So I think it'll give us more interesting uh, – a, a more interesting September when teams know they don't have to spend four months walking that tightrope to, to try and remain undefeated that one loss isn't going to kill you, so why not play an interesting game? Absolutely. Yeah, iron sharpens iron. You know, you you don't get a whole lot better uh, playing some of the teams that these teams have played in the past. So, yeah, the Alabama scheduled uh, Boston College for 2031 and 2033. Uh, we were told that they were trying to schedule New England but had to settle. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't yeah, know. And- yeah, games like that. Uh, Alabama plays Texas. I believe Wisconsin. They just scheduled Oklahoma State as well. I think mm-hmm. so. Uh, I think this is going to make September more interesting as well. 
no doubt. Zach Barnett, a football scoop on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Zach, thanks so much for shedding some light on a little bit of uh, more of what we didn't hear necessarily, unless you were really looking for it on uh, that, that conference call from yesterday. We really appreciate your insight, man. Thank you for having me. How can folks find you on uh, Twitter and other outlets? Yeah, I'm at Zach, Z-A-C-H underscore Barnett, and then on footballscoop.com. All right. Zach Barnett of footballscoop.com on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We're going to attempt to get R.A. Dickey on the telephone, and when we do... You will be on the other side of this break, so stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.